0: Are you ready to listen to my dad Joe and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now, on no, with the show! The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show.
1: Boring!
0: A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football.
1: Kansas City 31, San Francisco 20. Mahomes takes the snap. He is just going to throw it long for DeMarcus Robinson. It is going to use up all the time. The game is over. And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly
0: planted its flag on top of football's highest summit city chiefs are champions of super bowl 54 now here are your hosts joe mays and justin (laughs) raffoff Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Maze and j Raff show for episode 296. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff.
1: Yeah, I know you give that show count at the beginning of each one, but 296...
0: It's always surprising, even yeah, though you yeah. know what's coming. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Like, the next one, when it's 297, I'll probably be like, same thing, like, wow, 297. But, yeah, it's uh, good to be here, and, you know, it's... uh. Yeah, it's we've hit that time of year where it's pretty interesting. There's lots of things that we can talk about. And we'll kind of, you know, I'm sure football will be a, a big part, but th- there's lots of things going on. I, I actually got to see some XFL stuff going on today. Uh, PJ Walker was looking pretty good in the parts that I saw. Like, and and by good I mean he was making some nice plays and like fun to watch. You know, like which is. That's what you want if you're the XFL. You want guys that are looking to be uh, fun to watch. Right.
0: So, I mean, you mentioned it, so let's uh, start right there. The XFL began last weekend. I don't know that we talked about it too much on episode 295, but it seems to be a success, as successful as something can be after one weekend. Remember last year the AAF kind of had the same – Quasi-success that the XFL has experienced. Now, the XFL had an additional year of development uh, to iron out their business model. They seem to be, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, for someone that is a pioneer in the wrestling uh, venue, right. uh, they seem to have their stuff together.
1: Albeit, very successful. Like, no, yeah, absolutely. Counts, I mean, but, you can laugh about oh my it, but gosh. He, I, mean,
0: yeah. I mean, he's a billionaire. Right, like off of professional off wrestling. of professional wrestling, so he obviously knows what he's doing. Right. And XFL 2.0 here is off to a pretty good
1: start. Right, I'm really interested to see what the numbers were yeah. this week. I'll tell you what, though, when I had the uh, Houston Roughnecks and St. Louis um, Battlehawks game on the lower bowl of University of Houston Stadium was pretty full, um, well, which is that's what you want, and the ticket numbers have been pretty good. It looked like there was a decent showing in D for the DC fans yesterday. Um, that was their, and that was
0: their second home game in DC. Right, so. right. So
1: that's that's one of those funny things. I did see a tweet. They had that, um, like the beer cup snake going yeah, yesterday. I and saw there was that a tweet from the guy who was like, "Your wife's," his wife was like, "So did you have a beer too?" He's like, "Yeah, just like one or two. and she's like. <laughs> I oh really? You. Like and she shows him the picture of him helping to hold that, that <laughs> yeah, thing like crossed like ten rows of seats. But it, uh, it was pretty, pretty fascinating. But the ticket sales are one part. You need people to show up. I think they're doing a great job in many of the cities and playing in venues that are conducive to this. They're not pretending to be the NFL right. um and having five thousand people in a seventy five thousand seat stadium. You know, that's not going to work for all of them for some of them it will you know i know in new york they're playing at metlife and, and things like that but yeah. i know in dc they're playing in a soccer stadium and right. in it, houston it they're playing in a college stadium and for that's the, a good idea
0: for the majority of teams to start out they should be their goal should be getting to 20 25,000 seat capacity cuz last week the four home games all had between 17-18,000 right now I thought I heard one of the games yesterday may have had over 30. Oh, I think it was the Seattle game. Okay. I believe they had over 30 now. I don't know where I saw that or heard that if it's true or not. I know that there'll probably be an XFL write-up on profootballtalk.com tomorrow sometime or Tuesday whenever the numbers come out with the uh television numbers and and the capacities reached at each stadium, but you know, I want it to be successful. Who doesn't want a few more weeks of football? Right, like exactly I, like we we love baseball, but like baseball doesn't really get going until the end of March. Right. So there's this February and March time period where I'm looking to do something because right. as much as I can watch the Sixers and Flyers, it's not playoff time yet.
1: Right. Like I need
0: something else thrown in there every so often. And football's only I mean the way they're doing it though, you get to you get to watch all eight teams. Every weekend on most of the time on broadcast cable or broadcast stations you can find. uh, Other than today, one was on FS1. Right, but I've seen bits and pieces of every game. Most of the people that are going to
1: be interested in an XFL game are probably going to have the TV package that includes FS1. Right. No, you're right about that. Maybe not all of them. You know, And, and yeah, so I think I think that's okay. I wouldn't want to venture any further unless I had to. You know, not as the viewer but like if i was looking to do a tv deal um but when when you look at those things it yeah i think that was that's a smart move also you know i saw the thing where like by last week they had already sold more tickets than the entire aaf season right. you know like um so that's a positive thing but that's not necessarily sustainable like oh you're better than the league that folded halfway through like right they didn't even get to their mean? championship game you know game. like Okay, that's great, but like you're gonna need to do better than better than the one that folded if, if you want to sustain it. Um The other key part is what are the TV things gonna look like? I think there may be a slight dip, you know, this week as opposed to last week.
0: Yeah, anytime. But However, they need just need to maintain if
1: they if they don't have a dress as long as it's not like you're dropping by half or you Every know, like, week or something. Right, yeah. So if they can maintain the viewership
0: that's and be key. and the attendance Is going to be interesting here as we enter week three and and four because most of the teams have had home openers, and this is
1: a key thing too. And I, I I think it's really interesting for good, bad, or whatever. It's important that Fox and ESPN and therefore ABC, ABC, they have a interest in the XFL. So, like this week on Sports Talk Radio a lot of sports talk radio more so than you would expect and i think was ref- talking about things related to the XFL and and stuff and is some of that you know them promoting their own business yes cuz they're a business too you know like it all goes but, hand in hand right but however like that's key when they were playing on like streaming on Sports.com, like first of all cbs sports radio is is a thing and i i listen to it sometimes but it's not the juggernaut that some of the other, like the Fox Sports programming and right. uh, ESPN sports programming, are. So it it's one of those where you know to look at like that may be a minor factor, but I think it, it's important that um, you have that talking about it all the time. You know, another thing, and this is again, I think this is beneficial to them. Fox has their sports betting app, and they like embed it in the game. So you're watching, and they put like flat. You know how they have things flashing. They talk yeah. about like what the over under is, and they're talking right. about who's and favorite and they have it there, on there. Yeah. Oh, and here, download the app, and you can place a bet. Like in you know these states and things like that. Like that's all part of it, you know. And again, you can get into whole other like influence of sports betting stuff, but. That's a real part of it. And if people are – They're starting to embrace it. If people are tuning in because of that, then leagues would be foolish not to embrace it.
0: Right. So Justin and I have decided to root for the same pro football team for a change. And since none were based in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania in general – we had a discussion. Wouldn't it be sweet if, like, Harrisburg had a team
1: or, like, Redding? I was, like, Redding. Like, you know, Allentown. I, like
0: but where would they play? That's the thing. Where's a 25,000? Oh, yeah. Uh, so many things to say about I that. I know. I know. Um, but we did, we discussed that we ended up settling on the D.C. Defenders because – they're quasi-local, you know, kind of came down to them or New York, and I know you had a problem cheering for a New York team, um, which, you know, cost my mind, too. Not that we like DC much better, but they, were, they are red and white, which, you know, it's cool. uh, people should be able to figure out why that's cool with us. But you also mentioned it would be fun to see the defenders have a lot of success okay. at
1: Dan Snyder's expense, right? I'd love for them to be more successful than the Redskins. Like, well, they're off to a easy. good start.
0: Know, yes, they're yes. 2-0 and and have looked really, really strong. And uh, they do have a Penn Stater on their team and wide receiver DeAndre Tompkins. And he had a big game yesterday, uh, including a touchdown. So uh, that is who Justin and I are supporting. And uh, I, I was interested in seeing if they had merchandise because I would like to get like a mini. I think it would be cool to have a mini helmet. Um, I, I, I got a few things for the AAF teams last year that folded, unfortunately. <laughs> but hey, you know There's it's some still cool
1: logos there. Yeah, too. that's
0: I really like the uh, the Hot Shots and the Fleet, the San Diego Fleet and the Arizona Hot Shots. Those are the two teams that I. Um, was rooting for, and I got some cool uh, merchandise from them. Never was able to get my hands on mini helmets because that's what I really wanted. Uh, and I haven't seen any for the Defenders yet, but a lot of their merchandise was sold out. That, uh, and I think that it. goes across the board. So people – now, maybe they only bought a little bit, but they, they they don't have
1: the supply to meet the demand, which has to be a good thing. Right. I also look at it as – and again, it may be a superficial thing, but there's lots of people like you and me and our age who – let's not confuse it's not like we're we have tons of ways where we're just looking like how should i spend my money now but we have the ability like we're adults now and we remember when xfl was a thing the first time and so now there is i have an xfl hat from 1999 somewhere (laughs) there is this like bit of novelty of like oh my gosh this thing is back you know and it's not the same thing but in name it is you know And like it's interesting and you know what There's some things when I'm watching the game, I'm like, this is really cool. I want the NFL to do this, you know, or I think it would be good if the NFL at least looked at this. Um, The biggest, most obvious one is the kickoff. like And and the uh, point after touchdown options. Yeah. yeah. And I think I may have been talking about it with you last week. Like, I think it would be interesting to have the same thing with kicking extra points. So I think it should be interesting. Like you could do like a 30-yarder. For one point, a 40 yarder for two or a 50 yarder for three, like for kicking.
0: Man, that would really imagine uh, if you've
1: got Justin Tucker as your kicker. You can go for three every time. Are you going to spot up at the 50, you know, snap from the 42, 43, whatever? See,
0: I think that would be tough for extra points, but what if they did an incremental field goal
1: where like anything under 40 is three? Then I'd want them longer.
0: Right. Right. right, that's what I'm saying. Anything under 40 and under is three. Okay. 40 to 55 50, is four. 55 plus is five.
1: Yeah.
0: Like that's how many times do you see someone make a 55 plus yarder? I not can't. Would think it'd be that often. But the
1: risk reward becomes different right. when well, you're and talking then,
0: about what well, and field. Then you're giving crazy field position to right. the other team if you miss. Yes.
1: I think like. I feel like analytics guys in the game right now would be like, don't do that to me. Like they'd have to rework all these different like things. They'd have to redo all their math, check your work, um, you know, for figuring out what is best, but the kickoff thing's cool. I really like, and the AAF did this too, the alternative to the onside kick where you get the fourth and like 15 or Yeah, I I do like that. I think that's cool. Especially because, and I understand, but the way the, one sidekick kick success has essentially been legislated what, maybe out. Maybe one game. in ten, right? And what game was it this year? There was a game this year where a team got like two or three, like in in a in a row, like, <laughs> and they're like, "What's going on?" Like that. There had only been like two all year. This is like in Dece- in a December game, and a team recovered two in a row in the you know in the fourth quarter. Wow. Um, but like some of those ideas, I think, are really good ideas. I really like that. Won't happen in the NFL are letting you see exactly what's going on during replay like yeah. those guys are mic'd up that it, open discussion yeah like i would see that like that would be incredible that won't happen the stuff where you're hearing the play calls and things like that i think that's cool i little things right like how they spot the ball i didn't even know i like that they, they have official. a separate official ball and they they go and they spot. I think it they then, actually have
0: three: one in play, and he has two. Right, and, and he he is right. he doesn't have a flag. He is not a right. official that can call penalties. Right. but he just spots the ball. Right,
1: he spots the ball, and he also like they get that ball down, and then the play clock starts. And I like it's a twenty five second play clock, but it doesn't start till the ball's spotted, not when the play ends. So, it, but it keeps things moving. Another thing that I think is interesting, and I think. I think I would be for it on both sides of the ball, which you would have to be, in my opinion, in the NFL. But how all skill players have receivers in their in their helmets, right? So yeah. that they can, so that they can keep the pace of the game up, so that they can call the formations. And everything. I think that's a really interesting concept. I don't, I don't know, but like it's just something that I think in the XFL. I love watching this. I like that they're able to just call like this is the play and do it. Now I think you should be able to do that with your defensive players, if you're going to allow the offense to do it, they do. I mean? Right. And that's all I'm saying. Like, but it's just an interesting concept to me. Um, yeah. I mean, and it, I don't know that I want that in the NFL, but like, I, I'm interested to see how that goes. And I'd like to hear people who come up with great arguments for or against, I'd love to hear what their takes on those things. Like, um, but it, it's intriguing to me. There's enough there that makes it intriguing beyond the stuff that really wasn't sustainable, in my opinion, of the, like, we're just going to let guys go out here and get slaughtered, you know, like the first time. Right, yeah. Um, you know, everything's going to involve, like, a bone-crushing hit or stuff like that, yeah. like because that's not going to work out. So, Because well, your guys are going to get hurt, and no one's going to want to play, and people are going to stop watching. The so. most memorable
0: thing we got out of XFL 1.0 back in 99 and 2000 was he hate me.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs>
0: and uh, he ended up playing for the Eagles, I think he actually did he pass away. He may have. I, I think know. I think he might have. I can't remember. I feel, Wasn't his name Rod something? Wasn't it Rod? I, think, I don't even remember. But that way they got to put nicknames on the back of their right. jerseys. That was a big thing. And um, you know, they hyped up that there's no fair catches. Like you could just come down and level level someone.
1: So how much money would you have to be offered to receive a punt where there's no fair catch? And it depends they can't, on Is there kick coverage? Are these professional players? I'm talking like NFL. Like, you go out there. It's an NFL punt return, NFL punter, and punt coverage team. They can't, like, jack you, like, 15 yards before the ball gets there. But you very well could get hit, like, in an instant before. You know what I mean? Like, one of those bang-bang type plays. Like, where you're looking, like, eyes to the sky, kind of, and just catch one on the chin. Like, how much money would you need to be offered to, to do that? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I mean I've been hit. But and it, and here, like we'll we'll give you you won't be permanently brain damaged or anything like that. <laughs> but temporarily but like, Well, right. So like a concussion, but we're not talking like CTE long term okay. stuff. And we're not talking like uh, you know, like snap your neck and and you die on the field or anything like that. But like Broken jaw, concussion, headache for a few days. Those like, are all on th- the table. Those huh? are all on the table, yeah. I don't or even like know. separate your sternum from all your ribs, you know, kind of thing. Oh my I- gosh.
0: <laughs> no, no. Lacerated
1: no. spleen, all those <laughs> things.
0: So that's the XFL. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to the NFL discussion, and we want to continue kind of what we ended with last week, where we started to preview the 2020 NFL season. But we, before we do that, there's a couple of things I do want to throw up. The, uh, the contact information, again, we're always looking for uh, feedback, questions, comments about the show or anything related to it. And you can email the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at Jraff at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. And there is a cell phone number that you can contact us if you would like to be live on the air ever. We don't get too many calls, but the number is there if you so choose. Of course, if you have my cell phone, if you're a friend or family member that has my number, you can give that a call as Well, then the other thing, I don't want to bury it too deep in the show. And since it's a good transition to what we're going to talk about next, we do want to make a, we do want to make an announcement here. Now, this show isn't scheduled for next week because we are doing the season six premiere of the Bulldog Hour. One, can you believe that it's season six of that show already? And two... We're getting ready to talk high school football here in February. I know it sounds crazy, but we did it last year and it kind of worked out. It was fun to do a little bit of a winter update, you know, talk about um, commitments of the graduating seniors, talk about recognition for those players, preview who's coming back, which we did a little bit back in November, but it's time for a refresher and talk about uh, staff changes and look at the 2020 schedule. Now, the 2020 schedule is not complete yet. We were hoping it would be. It is not yet, and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. But the other big thing about the season debut of the Bulldog Hour next week is we are going to be having a guest, and that is going to be none other than Chad Henney of the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. So next week, Justin and I won't be doing the regular show to talk Pro football, we will be doing the high school football show to talk with a pro football player. <laughs> but obviously, he's a Wilson graduate. He's been on our show twice before. He helped us celebrate 100 episodes way back in June 2013. And then last year, he was on episode, I believe it was 273 of this show. That we got to talk to him about uh, his adventures in the NFL uh, since we had last talked to him. And at the time, being in the AFC Championship game twice in a row and coming up just short, thankfully we get to have a much better discussion about the playoff fate of his team
1: this season. Yeah, and uh, I saw this floating around there, but definitely going to bring up um, our predictions for the Super Bowl. <laughs> like that That's definitely making its way onto the show.
0: I don't know why I that to, has to be discussed. I might have to discussed. print that on a t-shirt. <laughs>
1: Like one of those T-shirts that plays audio, like and just like take the audio from the show and just (laughs) you just hit a button, yeah. So show up in the doors locked next week.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Who are you? So yes, Justin and I will be doing a podcast next week. We'll have a live show of the Bulldog Hour, the season six premiere, and episode one of that season will be with Super Bowl champion Chad Henney. So we'll be able to talk to him about uh, his tenure with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Playoffs, especially the Super Bowl, everything involved with Super Bowl week, all the lead-up stuff, uh, reactions on the field after the game, everything all about that. But his future, I know a lot of people are interested to know what's going to happen with him um, as he is set to be a free agent here about a month from now. And uh, will he continue to play? Is there a place he wants to play? You know, we'll get an update on that. And um, hopefully, we could talk, obviously, a little Wilson football with him as well. So we're looking forward to welcoming Chad back into the studio with us next Sunday, February 23rd, same time, 8.30, right here on JMNJR Radio. All right, so, pro football talk, NFL 2020. We just crowned the Super Bowl champion two weeks ago. Thankfully, it was Chad Henning and the Kansas City Chiefs. But looking ahead, is do we see a repeat coming, at least for one of the teams, both of the teams, who are going to be some surprises? We talked touched on this a little bit last week, but I kind of wanted to go down division by division and, and see where we feel these teams are at. We have coaching changes. There's going to be quarterback changes. Uh, a lot more than we're used to, I believe, at least starting quarterback-wise yeah. and the names that are moving around. So wh- where do you want to start? Do you want to start least important to, or most important? You want to start out west or you want to start out east? Let's start out west. All right, we're going to start least important with the East Coast bias here. Out west, we'll start in the AFC. All right. So we have the Las Vegas Raiders, new in 2020.
1: Did better this year than I was going to give them credit for.
0: The Los Angeles Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Denver Broncos. Now... The Chiefs obviously won the division this year. The The Raiders, you, you just mentioned, were better than I think many thought. Um, they actually started slowly and ended poorly, but had a pretty strong middle, a special middle end. They just couldn't seal the deal the last few weeks of the season. But they very nearly made the playoffs. Yeah. The Broncos started to come on again late, and they had showed some flashes at yep. times. And then there were the Chargers, who definitely underachieved this year, and are now
1: moving on from Philip Rivers after sixteen seasons. Crazy, sixteen seasons, one team. Right. I think he started fourteen years. Like I, I don't remember exactly how that worked. Like, did yeah, they don't, have Breeze? At yeah, first? there was an overlap, right. but I just can't I recall. I don't know either. I was, I was trying to. I can't I recall saying like fourteen after. years without missing a game or something like that. Like. I forget. They, they were talking about it. But anyway, he's been the face there for a long, long time. Um, it's kind of interesting. And I know that the careers weren't didn't span as long, but they talk about in in Green Bay how they had Brett Favre and then they transitioned to Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah. Like how it's kind of just crazy. And well, up up through the last couple of years, they were talking, you had Peyton Manning and you go to Andrew Luck. You right. know, like they have these well, two generational quarterbacks back to back and then like, San Diego was so close with them. They had Drew Brees. Potentially, like, an all time. Well, not pretend. Some people would mean, put him sure, in the top five. Sure he, he absolutely first Hall, of, Hall Famer, of Famer. Like, all that stuff, yes. No doubt about that stuff. But, like, and he was really good in San Diego. But, like, he's a saint. You know, like. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. You, no one, um, especially the way they kind of were like, yeah, goodbye out in San Diego. Now, Philip Rivers it's so close, you know, but, and that's always going to be an interesting debate, I think. Like, all right, you, you rank your, what was it, 2002 quarterbacks? Or 2004. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. 2004 quarterbacks of Eli and, um, Philip Rivers and Roethlisberger. Right. Like, it's all of them with ca- the
0: same team up until this point. Right.
1: And they've had two. Two of them have two Super Bowls. Right. But like I feel like there's an argument that you could make that Philip Rivers is the best of the three. Now, I don't know that you win that argument, but I think it's not ridiculous. I don't think, to, no, right. To, I, I mean just like I'm, you could argue it, but I think Philip Rivers went by far to the worst organization of the three. By far the worst organization. The first Super Bowl Ben won, he had to do nothing. Right. He wasn't even the best passer on his team in the Super Bowl. You know, like, Randall L. had the biggest pass of the game. Right. Like, so, you know, and he didn't get in the end zone and neither did Bettis. So, like, you know, I don't know... <laughs> they got lucky <laughs> not that I'm bitter over that no still. not at
0: all something from 15 a years ago a decade and a half later
1: yeah <laughs> um, not that I'm still holding on to that I was just talking about the post Super Bowl situation where I find myself on Carson Street in on the south side and it's just <laughs> chaos and they uh, closed it down they yeah. had barriers so they it's knew just, it was coming right and everybody's outside, like, screaming and howling, And I am just standing in the street screaming, going, yeah! and people are, like, giving high fives, like, not realizing. Like, you, I'm screaming, you, this like... This is uh, disappointment and anger. Right, yeah, yeah, but... We're,
0: we're not we're not reacting in the same manner. Yeah. This is,
1: this is not okay, great. Because I valued my life, so I didn't want to, like, bring that up and make that a point at, at, at that moment in time. <laughs> so, AFC West, I mean... <laughs> I'm going with the Chiefs.
0: Well, right. I'm like, going I'm, with the Chiefs, too, because even right. they could lose so, some pieces here and there.
1: Just crazy scenario, and I don't think this is going to happen, but if Brady went to the Raiders or the Chargers, would either one of those make you change your pick? No. Me either. Me either. So that tells me I have Mahomes to go with Mahomes. is better Mahomes. than
0: Brady right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not, look, I'm. Mahomes isn't a system quarterback. I am <laughs> I'm not talking right, now, like now obviously a career because yeah, not I am no one can stand up to some of the statistics that Brady's done right. when you're especially when you're incorporating the I team did, titles. I did
1: hear someone have the guts to say it a couple of weeks ago in the post Super Bowl stuff that Brady is by far the most successful quarterback ever, but they refused this person said in his mind he's not the greatest of all time
0: well but see that's so subjective because what
1: makes like are are you counting the team that that was the point the guy was making like was just like and he wasn't saying that he couldn't be for others but in his mind he wasn't and i'm like i'm all about this tom brady hate so (laughs) i'm sorry rich (laughs) Happy birthday. I think he's actually happy birthday listening birthday live too. So, yeah, uh,
0: happy birthday yesterday actually, and also <laughs> yeah, your yeah, sister's was sister, yesterday yep. too. So, and we use uh, February fifteen as the unofficial uh, um, establishment of May sandwich shop too. Oh, there so, you go. Because um, the story goes that my uh, grandparents used um, birthday money that Rich received to start the sandwich shop. So, uh,
1: I thought you were gonna say they were like. Happy birthday. You're working now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, essentially. Yeah, a, yeah. He was born. He started to work at the shop. That's just the way it works. I don't, this isn't This isn't odd to me,
1: but. You fully are aware of, of how that situation plays out. <laughs> well, I, I
0: said, I said, that, I was like, you're almost eight. It's time to start working. And like, she got like, it was like, now," And I'm like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> right, yeah. She's like laughing, like, hi. And you're like. I, I was like, I, you, you enjoyed this last year. Where's the joke? You enjoyed this last year. <laughs> Because it's time. <laughs> but so the, the FC West in 2020, what, what are we thinking? Obviously, we like the Chiefs because yep. why, why not? Right. I mean, there's nothing, there's no reason for us to think that the Chiefs are going to take this step back because they've been doing it for so long. You know, right. they were one, well, they were literally minutes away from going to the Super Bowl last year. Right. Now they win it this year. Andy Reid's coming back. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They have all that talent at wide receiver. Sure, there's going to be some free agency um, departures, but they also have the opportunity to bring people in, and, right. and there's a draft coming up as and, well.
1: And this is the crazy crazy part. They still have Patrick Mahomes for, what, two years under his Virginia? Yeah, because obviously like,
0: they'll pick up his fifth-year option. Right, they'll pick up <laughs> his fifth-year option. But he will be in line to get a payout he, he sooner will. than later. He will, so. but
1: I don't know... It'll be interesting. I don't know that he'll need it now, but here's my guess: is they do it next off season. They'll, they'll I agree. have
0: initial discussions this oh, whole year leading yes, up to the yes. season, but then you'll hear about they're going to wait until after right. the year. And
1: but I I kind of look at this as like we talked about. I mentioned this I think last week with with Dak Prescott. I feel like the Cowboys are in a weird situation. If you don't pay him, if you franchise him, like okay, I understand. But the cost is only going to go up if you're successful. Right. Like, you know, look, like, what if the Cowboys go and win the Super Bowl next year with Dak as the franchise quarterback, Fra- like franchise? Like now little. you're talking
0: 40 plus million a year.
1: Like, easy. If I'm <laughs> him, I'm like, I want 45. You know, like, and what's to keep you from doing that? Now, if he wins it, Jerry may just sign that check. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he yeah, may what does be, it doesn't matter. Right. But if, you know, like, it's just really weird to me because if you don't think he's the guy, then why are you even going to franchise him? Yeah, it's. You know what I mean? It's, like, a it's unique. It doesn't make sense. Like, I don't think they know if he's the guy in their minds. I think he is. I think he's good enough. Like, I, I know that's like, you know, if I put the Eagles stuff aside, like, obviously, I don't like Dak Prescott because he plays for the Cowboys. Other than that, I don't. You know, I really have no. I kind of like him. I liked him when he was at Mississippi State. Like it was fun to watch those things. But I, I'm, I'm never going to root for him because he plays for the Cowboys. But now he's. I think he's. I think he's a top ten quarterback. Is he
0: entering or in his? Will he be in his age like twenty six season? Is that what we're talking right around there? I don't know. I think so. If you don't think that you want to commit to, you know. Six seven years. Why not do like a bridge deal, like two or three? Give right. him the ridiculous money and and only commit yourself for that many years if he the, doesn't prove give him it. The Kirk Cousins deal. They would also allow him to cash out again in the future. You're give him, not
1: give him three years, ninety million, all guaranteed. Yeah, that's I less guaranteed. That's less. More. I think right. it would take more than that. But like less guaranteed money than three years, a hundred and eight
0: million or something like right. that. You know. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's all you guaranteed. Even, right.
1: You could go. Yeah,
0: and you're not quite getting to forty, but you're more than right. thirty five. Right, right,
1: yeah. So depending
0: on how they how they tier it, right. you know, they could do. Hey, you if you think you have the space now, they need to sign Amari too. But you could put no, no fifty they of it. No, they don't. don't don't worry. They about could put that. fifty of it up front, and then you know have the second and third year make it right. even easier um, to right. get out of it uh, towards the end. You know, front load deal or whatever. But yeah, it's an interesting situation. Like, I just
1: don't. I don't think they know if he's the guy or not. Which I'm like. If you, you're not sure, then why are you franchising him? Like I I'm I'm really hoping they screw it up. Like whatever they decide <laughs> is the wrong thing.
0: All right. So that's the NFC East. Let's yeah. let's let's finish the West before um before yeah. we get there. The So Chiefs are one. Yeah. Do you think the Raiders I, are yeah. building something? You think, think they're yeah. your two? Yeah. Okay. I am not convinced. Because I still think they have quarterback issues. They because do. I don't know that they buy into Derek Carr. No,
1: they don't. Who knows they definitely what's going to happen?
0: And I think um, supposedly they're going to offer a two-year, sixty million-year, a a sixty million-dollar deal to Tom Brady. But I don't know that that makes them better. No, I agree. At this point in you know, people can laugh, but what did he do this past year? He was like the seventeenth-ranked quarterback.
1: Yeah. And
0: and he- in years past, he was able to do something with nobodies, but he still had Edelman. Oh, and. He still had yeah, all those I don't running mean backs this against
1: against your Dolphins, but I kind of do. Like, look at who is in his division. The Bills were the best team, the second best team in the division by far. The Dolphins had their moments. The Jets had a moment or two, but when like they beat Dallas, the
0: rest of them were t- like they they were bad. Week seventeen's all that matters
1: <sighs> when we're discussing this. Week seventeen was huge. <laughs> Week seventeen was huge, but you know what I mean. Like, why would you be if you're Tom Brady? You'd be like hey, I want to go be the second-best quarterback in my division.
0: Hey, money says a lot. I mean, I don't – like, someone can – like, I always – people are like, well, you know, money. I'm like, but, like, at some point – I mean, I guess maybe when you have that much money, you're just – like, you love money, so you just want more. But does Tom Brady really need $60
1: more million No, but does Tom Brady's ego need – to be the highest paid, I
0: I don't know. I know, and, and obviously it's apples and oranges, and it's nothing that you and I can, you know, comment on with any real world uh, attributions. But if I feel like I want to say, if I were Tom Brady, I would want to finish my career in New England because that would be unique. I mean, how many quarterbacks that were this successful have stayed uh,
1: with one you know, team? Like, and it would be interesting because. The, a name that gets thrown out there when you're trying to say he's not the greatest, even though he's the most successful, is Joe Montana. That one gets thrown out or a lot, or Brett
0: Favre. Right, both right. of them. Right, didn't finish their careers. Traveled around, and Montana says he regrets it. Right, now, I, Favre is Favre is Favre. I right. <laughs> don't know if you're ever going to get Probably the truth out, out of him.
1: But um, like, if you look at Joe Montana, like he. Went somewhere else, and now lots of guys go somewhere else, and I, I understand that. And sometimes it's out of their control. Well, like United
0: went somewhere else, right? right?
1: Yeah. If if te- if a team doesn't sign you, Namath went somewhere. else. They all right. went they, somewhere they, else, right? You could be the guy that didn't. You could be the guy that didn't go somewhere else. I, I just wonder. Technically, no, Not that he's in the discussion, but technically, Eli went somewhere else from the start. Well, that's and, true. and <laughs> so did Philip Rivers.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I guess just like Kobe Bryant, I'd be did. interested in hearing. Was on the Hornets. Right, he was drafted by the Hornets and traded. I'd be trade. interested. I'd be interested in hearing from um, my uncle and any of the Patriots' friends and family that we have out yeah. there. Um, what if Tom Brady leaves and he essentially he will be all, all but confirm it's for money because it's going to be because New England didn't offer as much as another team. Like why else would you really want to think any of those other teams are in better position to win than
1: the Patriots? What if, what if he wants to win one without Bill? But here becomes the thing because I understand that. But if I also think if he feels like that's his best chance to win, he would stay there because is winning one on your own greater mm-hmm. than winning another one?
0: I no winning well, another like, so one. So would he take like
1: would he take a fifteen percent chance at winning one on his own over a twenty five or thirty percent chance of winning another one in New England? Here's here's
0: the thing. And I know you would never get this through his head. I don't think there's a shot in the dark that he wins Someone's anywhere but New England. I agree, because he's a system quarterback. He, okay, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> but I absolutely, and I believe we touched on this before, no. that I think Bill Belichick is more instrumental in the Patriots' dynasty than Tom Brady is. I agree. I think there's a perfect marriage there. Absolutely. Um, Perfect
1: timing. Yep, aligning of the stars. But, but I think Bill Belichick, was without Bill Belichick, there is a zero percent chance they have six Super Bowls. Like not no uh, zero chance.
0: So I I just I don't I don't think there's any shot at Tom Brady going to any of the other teams right now and and winning a Super Bowl. Honestly, because I don't he he wasn't even a top fifteen quarterback this year. Now you're leaving the New England system that you've known for, you know, literally what, 20 years? I just, I don't know. I think it's odd. I think it's really odd. But getting back to the West, (laughs) and we keep diverting to the the East. Well, you called it. You literally called (laughs) it
1: the most important. So it it just works its way in there.
0: Yeah. Um. So you think we both think Chiefs number one. You think Raiders are two. I'm gonna say Broncos take that step because I I like. I I like what they're what a few pieces they have on defense. I think they looked better. I think um, maybe Drew Locke could have a nice like step Drew up. Locke.
1: I like Drew Locke. I want him to be the guy.
0: I uh, And I think uh, maybe the Broncos uh, are a team that you could oh, watch man, next year. I would year. love for that I happen. don't think they challenge for the division, but I think they're in the running for the wild card. Um, that will be fun. I'll put the the Raiders third. I don't think they're awful. I think they're average.
1: It's gonna be a show,
0: right but too. I don't know what to think about the Chargers. Supposedly, their president or owner or someone said that they like the in-house options at quarterback. Um, I can't name them off the top of my head. I remember hearing the names and being like,
1: "Okay, isn't it Tyrod Taylor?"
0: Yes, that is. But I was I was thinking more of the the, the rookie oh, or the oh, young okay. the young guy that they had as like the third. I was like, "All right, Uh yeah." They have Tyrod Taylor, but I feel like his that ship has sailed you know he had his opportunities in baltimore in buffalo in cleveland and everyone's moved on now i don't know that he got a fair shake everywhere he was and maybe they'll give him that opportunity to win that and maybe he will be the starting quarterback in in los angeles this year but i i don't know i don't they, they, I feel like they underachieves this year, but you can't convince me that Tyrod Taylor is a better quarterback or option than Philip Rivers, even at, that, at this stage of his career. So I just think it could be a little bit of a, a rocky season for the Chargers. I agree.
1: I don't know that Anthony Lynn survives the season. Yeah. I think they're in a bad spot. I just don't – I don't know.
0: NFC West. I already went on the record to say that I think the 49ers missed the playoffs next year. Um, I I think my number one team is Seattle. Yeah, I'm going with Seattle. Uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks at one. I th- I believe I'm. Say what? What? What are the Rams like? What I are think the Rams do? You think, think they bounce, bounce back? back. Yeah. Um, so I got, don't think
1: they're world beaters, but I think they're better than they, what they were this year. Like, I, and I don't want
0: them to be. But I, I, I think, think the NFC West is very interesting, more so than the AFC West. I think it's Seattle's division to lose. I know people will probably be super shocked, especially in San Francisco, if you hear me say that. But, you know, I already went on the record to say I think San Francisco takes a pretty significant step back. I think it's Seattle, and I think San Francisco, Los Angeles, Rams,
1: and the Cardinals are all right in the mix for number two. I I agree. I think I'm going to go with Seattle at one because I think Russell Wilson – I think he's the second best quarterback in the league. I, I do. I know that's kind of going out on a limb there to some extent in in some circles I should say because you look at some of the things other quarterbacks do like I think Drew Brees in his prime was was better but like I don't think he's there anymore. I think Aaron Rodgers is I I it's been 10 years I feel like since we've been like oh I want to see him do it you know like he always right. in his prime but like and he puts up big numbers but they're not getting it done I'd put I'd take Russell Wilson over him I'd take like and that's basically how I'm judging it like I would take Russell Wilson over pretty yeah. much pretty much everyone but Mahomes you know what I mean like yeah. when I look at it so in that regard I think that's that's going to be the key to Seattle's success there.
0: Who, who do you have next? Because I'm debating in my head where I want to. Seattle's so,
1: my one. I'm going to go with the Rams, too.
0: Okay, I'm going to go I'm gonna with the Cardinals, go, too. See,
1: I'm going to go with the Cardinals still at four, but in, in better. Like I think they're going to be better, but I, I just – Part, part I think of me – It was so broken that I think it's going to be a long, long play there as opposed to just a quick turnaround. I,
0: I, it's very important that they do use free agency and the draft to continue to build. But we see, we saw what the 49ers were able to do pretty quickly. I think Kyler Murray has that chance to be the next Russell Wilson in a few years. I think he has that opportunity. See,
1: this is where I feel like it would be better for the Cardinals to be really bad this year and then really embrace the 49ers model and get another high draft pick. And you have three high draft picks in a row. Yeah. Cause and then all of a sudden, I don't know where they are this I'm year. trying but to like, think. You know what I mean? Like – if you end up with three in a row, you're in that spot where you're now in a really good place where you have your three best players are not your three highest paid players, right? You know, like
0: yeah, the Cardinals are picking top ten,
1: right? So if so, they had another top ten pick, I think that's a good spot. As for long them. as you
0: as long as you hit on it this year,
1: yeah. Yes, yes. You have, and next year. Larry
0: Fitzgerald's back again. Oh, you know who I see them pick? I want to say they pick at like eight or nine. Okay. But you know who I see them being mocked? CeeDee Lamb. Be interesting. Pair with his old college quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have Larry Fitzgerald back. And I mean, they weren't devoid of talent on offense. they got yeah. to figure out what they're going to do with Kenyon Drake because he's a free agent. And David Johnson, who just a few years ago was one of the best running backs from a fantasy fantasy perspective, can't he can't stay healthy now the last two years. But I don't know. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and, and say that um, – I, I See, I, I, I'm going to stick with the Cardinals there, but then it means I have to have the Rams or 49ers in last. And I don't think the 49ers are going to go from – what twelve and four to you know six and ten. I don't think right. they're gonna drop that far. But I, I do kind of agree with you that I think the Rams could rebound, but these could be a division where there's seven and eight or excuse me, seven and nine, eight and eight, and nine and seven. Like yeah. I, I could see that. I, I think that's a possibility.
1: I guess the division's gonna be brutal.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. I do too. So um how about the AFC North? What do you think about the AFC North?
1: Okay, so AFC North. Oh no sorry, we should do South first. Okay. AFC South. So AFC South, okay. I'm gonna go with. See, this one's Colts, Texans, Titans, Jaguars. I'm gonna go with the Texans. Okay, I think again
0: for like the fourth time in five years yeah. or whatever.
1: I think Deshaun Watson's the best quarterback, and I think yeah. Better, when in doubt, better. go with the quarterback. Right. An interesting thing here would be who does who's the quarterback at Indy next year?
0: Right? Is it Brissett? Is it someone like? Could it be Philip Rivers? Rivers? Could like, it be? I've seen like Nick Foles could be they, sent packing in Jacksonville already. Could I, Tom Brady
1: I, oh go gosh. there? Nick Foles in f- with Frank Reich in Indianapolis behind that line and running game. I think that would be a good fit there. I like Nick Foles, and I'm forever indebted to Nick Foles.
0: But you're still going with because we don't know right now. I'm the Texans still going with Deshaun
1: Watson. Yeah. Like, because I think they're the best I think he's the best quarterback. I think the offensive line is going to be improved. It is interesting though to me how and I, I know there were extremely extenuating circumstances when Bill O'Brien was at Penn State, but the area he probably neglected the most in terms of recruiting, and I understand it was a special situation, was offensive line. Mm-hmm that is a huge problem for them in Houston, how year after year they cannot have and develop an offensive line. And they traded for a key offensive lineman who was good and then goes to them and is not good. Um, Like, you know, it has that feel to me of how teams like you look at college teams that like ha- produce the most, and this doesn't happen necessarily right now but there's a moment where florida state wasn't winning a lot of games but had the most prof- pros like in the nfl right and they're like that's a negative like that's a negative for florida state because yeah. you have you by far the best talent, talent and yeah. you were severely underachieving i feel like that to some degree is the texans like they've had talent now they've also had giant holes on their team but like they've had this is a. They, look how many generational talent players they have. Quarterback, a great quarterback. Yeah, seems to be that way. Defensive players. They had Jadavion Clowney, who is really good. Not, maybe not like generational good, but no, but lot is. JJ Watt is. You have a wide receiver in Hopkins, who is.
0: And he took over from Andre Johnson, who, who was. was.
1: <laughs> it, like. You've got guys,
0: yeah. I mean, I will always be a big supporter, D- despite the, the, the initial jealousy and bitter, bitterness when he first left I, Penn I State. I, I have nothing but love absolutely. and respect and for I Bill O'Brien. See it,
1: I want to see it work for him.
0: I, I wanted to see it work, see, the, the, but the, the I, only
1: conflict I have there is that I like Frank, Frank Reich too. Right. With the goals, so like,
0: <laughs> I, uh, unfortunately, I think uh bill o'brien the the seat is hot for him even after the success he's had because they haven't gotten over the playoff hump they they hit a few stretches where they struggle during the year they don't look great in the playoffs and now bill o'brien is the general manager like he has become that guy he has complete control over the roster and personnel so if they're going to do anything this year if they're going to do anything with him i feel like this year has to be at least a step in the right direction. It can't be a blowout loss after being up by twenty eight.
1: No, and, and I mean maybe first like in the AFC like Championship has, game. I feel like he has to win the, the division. Like,
0: I yeah, like, oh yeah. I, I don't. If they are struggling and they're mid, you know, middle of the pack and working towards a five hundred record, I think he's gone before the end of the year. I agree. So, you know, it's a big year. It, that being said, I'm picking them first because I think they're the best team in the division i agree i need to see more if ryan Tannehill's the guy in tennessee because i saw for how many six seven years in miami right.
1: and like he and derrick henry have a good thing going there i'll be interested they're both of their contracts are up aren't they Tannehill
0: is i don't I, think henry's okay I,
1: I don't know i don't know
0: i think he May be entering his fifth year this year. He might be, yeah. And I don't know if they if he's entering his fifth. They must have picked up the option.
1: Because I was thinking that I I thought I heard talk about like are they going to pay both of them? You know, I can't see them breaking the bank for Tannehill even if he did win comeback player
0: of the year. That's a weird situation. I I just I don't know that I buy into it yet. Like
1: and I love Derrick Henry and it's fun watching him run. However,
0: it's not going to hold up for more than a few years. That's you the thing. Can't. They needed to hit on this was the year if they were going to hit on it. This was going to be close. the year they were super the close. Defense let them down. Let them down. Yeah. I th- see the the cult situation is interesting because I think I could see Indianapolis at one time. Indianapolis was in the running to win the division.
1: We picked and them to win the Super Bowl last year.
0: Yeah. Then they create. Well, that was before. I understand, Luck, but so. but
1: I understand. So like you have a chance to get better this off season. And if, if they can address this, the quarterback situation, I know that's a huge if, but like, if they do, that becomes a really interesting situation. Like that be, comes a wild card. Like if they hit wrong on the quarterback, they could be drafting in the top 10. If they hit right with the quarterback, they could win the Super Bowl. you know, like, it's a crazy situation.
0: Yeah. I Honestly, I, I think I'm going to put the Colts at two, Tennessee at three, and the Jaguars at four because I just don't know what to think about I, the Jaguars. They missed their window yep. uh, two, three years ago now. Well, they
1: didn't get it done against the Patriots. And and they sh- thankfully, they, sh- they didn't because then the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so that's that's – Also,
1: it allowed you to be cheering for – the Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah,
0: that's true. Because I would have been all in on the Jags, all, all wanting in to on see the Jags, Chad yeah. win. Well, just had to wait a couple years. Yeah. So NFC South.
1: So is this the, is this the year? Come on, man! You've been on this <laughs> Saints are going to regress thing for a while.
0: I'm going Falcons. I already said last week that I thought they were going to have a big year this year. So I'm going Falcons. Uh, I'll do <sighs> Falcons. See, there's still a chance that freeze retires. And Taysom Hill's a free agent. And Teddy Bridgewater's Ridgewater a free agent. So there's a lot of moving pieces in New Orleans. So I'm going to say that there's uncertainty in Carolina that I don't know what to think about. I don't know if Matt Rule is ready to right. handle the Panthers. What's going on with Cam Newton? So I said the Falcons were going to be better. Last week, that was one of my predictions. So I'm going to say Falcons at one. I'm going to bump up the Bucks to two put the Saints at three and Panthers at four. I'm all in on my anti-Saints bandwagon, which is like only because for so many years I've said they're going to fall off and they haven't. So they're starting uh, to make me mad.
1: Partly because I believe it partly to make you mad. I'm going with the Saints one, <laughs> Falcons two, Bucks three, Panthers four. Um, I don't, I don't know that Matt Rule can't get it done. It's just I kind of no see right. It first. I, I'm not saying I don't think it can. Right. I, I'm, just, I, I'm just I really don't know. I don't, right, I don't exactly. Know. I just don't know, and I don't know what the situation there is. Be- right, it's Kyle there, Allen
0: the quarterback there. Is, um, is Cam Newton still there? No, like Alan, what's going to happen? Not.
1: I think we saw that. Like remember that lasted like two that three weeks. Was, it was like, all oh, it, it was about a month, four then, or like, five. And then they see him. They're like, Oh man, we should have been careful what we were wishing for.
0: Like, so now let's go to the AFC North.
1: Okay. Steelers, Browns, Ravens, Bengals. I'm going Steelers. We missed there this year, but Ben got hurt. Week right. one. And they um, put up quite the fight. Um I'm telling you, I think I think the Steelers win the division. I'm going with the Ravens second, the Browns third, and the Bengals improved but still left.
0: I, I actually completely agree with you. Okay,
1: so I have a, a go ahead. You go
0: well go I'm just gonna say I, I I think Ben has one final bounce back year. They're able to do a lot without him. And I think him back there will be a huge presence. I think he'll be in the running for comeback player of the year. Uh, But I think the Ravens massively overachieved while I think they're good. I don't think they're 14 and two good again. I think they
1: were also, they were also exposed a bit in the playoffs and and they were a benefit. They benefited off of this situation of they were steady. They were just very steady. They were very good and very steady, but The Browns did the Browns thing. They also beat the Ravens. Right. (laughs) But the Steelers had no backup quarterback. No backup quarterback. You're
0: not a Duck fan? Mason Uh, at all?
1: Duck would have to fight for a starting spot in the XFL. (laughs) Uh, Let's be honest. He would, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like Again, it's fine when you need him for a series or two, but you can't play multiple games with those guys. All right. So here's a question for you. And I th- I think I know your answer, but all right. So let's say the Steelers like let's give this one more go around with Ben and and go all in. Do you buy into the Antonio Brown contrition kind of thing of the last I two? Bring weeks him back and bring him back.
0: I don't know on a
1: prove it deal. Like if you are all in, do you do it?
0: I mean. That obviously wouldn't be the decision for for me to make because I would be like, no, right. But but I mean, it's that's the thing. Like, how burned are those bridges? Like, there's stuff we don't know, and if it's as bad or worse than something that we do know, there's no way, absolutely no way. Right.
1: I agree. I don't think the way he trashed Ben and the way he trashed Juju. Who and the organization like he's torn everyone Loved on. like Dude, I I don't know how you could bring him back. if you're it making just, it's an interesting Ben Roethlisberger look good <laughs> like when you make Ben Roethlisberger look like the reasoned like good guy you and I know must they've said he's a changed a lot person. in the second half of his career than at the, the first half oh but my gosh oh my like, gosh I, but still I, I just I I don't see it I just like. It's an interesting thing to think about because, like, yeah. when it all costs, right?
0: I mean, I certainly wouldn't ever say for never. the Astros? I wouldn't ever say never, but I mean, I just I find that hard to fathom. But hey, crazier things have happened.
1: <laughs> crazier things have happened. So,
0: um, okay.
1: So that leaves us
0: NFC North.
1: NFC North. I. I know who you're going with because you kind of – I think. You said yeah, I
0: said it last week. week. I think it's going to be the Vikings.
1: I'm going to go in on the Bears. I okay, you think they you have think a bounce, have back, a bounce back, back? Yeah, and I don't necessarily mean like I think they're like running away, Super Bowl favorite or anything like that. I think they bounce back. I think they have a much better year next year than they did this year.
0: I want that for them. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I feel like some of my anti-Vikings bias is probably wearing through there.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I also don't think Rogers and Lafleur
1: can duplicate the success this year. I think we saw them I get agree. exposed a couple times, and their defense. I read things throughout the year. Their defense, they had a like two really good games, and they were both early, so it skewed their averages, like yeah. and rankings all year. And their defense wasn't nearly as good as what it was should have been.
0: So I'm going to go Vikings, Bears, Packers, Lions. I think Patricia gets fired. I think Stafford. Is done yeah. in Detroit, whether it's before the season or after next okay. season.
1: So imagine what if Stafford went to New England. No, I was gonna say what if Stafford Indianapolis? went to the Colts. Right. I think that's an interesting matchup right there.
0: Uh Detroit is disappointing to me. I, I thought they would be better. I agree. And they just they, they didn't show much improvement no. and they got I think they got worse throughout the year. Um
1: I saw a thing today that this was an ESPN like proposed trade. Um, Is it Slay? Darius Slay. Darius Slay. To the Eagles, yeah. For Sidney Jones and a third-round pick.
0: Oh, my God. I take that every day of the week. Yeah. Where do I sign right now? If I'm the Lions, I'd never take that deal. No. no. You're basically
1: trading him for a third-round
0: pick. Yeah, because Sidney Jones just hasn't hasn't been what we expected. He made some
1: big plays in some big times this year towards the end. That's pretty much all I can really say positively about him. So, um, so
0: well, what what's I'm, I'm your gonna north? go
1: bears, Vikings, Packers, Lions. I think the lines are gonna be. Totally I thought right you
0: were north. about to say Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh,
0: Bears, Vikings, Packers, Lions. Is that what you yeah. said? Okay, so we're very similar on a lot of these, just a lot of times, second and third are no. flip flop. All right, AFC East, a lot of a lot of moving parts.
1: A lot of moving because Miami's g- so, gonna have okay. an influx of probably twenty 30. new bodies. I think, I think New England is going to be where Tom Brady is next year. You so, think he resigns? And while, while I think he is a middle of the pack quarterback right now, I still think that's good enough in AFC East. So I'm. So gonna you don't put, buy into the Bills. I'm going to put New England one. Well, you know what. I'm going to put the Bills 2. I'm going to put the Dolphins 3. <laughs> You're going to be identical to me. And the Jets 4. Um, And I feel like it's not Sam Darnold's fault. I'm not an Adam Gase believer. No, that, that, that ended a while ago. And what made it worse, like I was not a big Adam Gase fan based on the work in Miami. What made it worse was this year for the Jets and this year for the Dolphins. Yeah. The Dolphins did more this year with less
0: than he did in
1: his time there. With more, like yeah, that that's a direct his first year they made the
0: playoffs, right? But it it didn't go it didn't get better from there.
1: It's an indictment, you know, like of of the coach. What What Brian Flores was able to do
0: with a third of what Adam Gase had, right? Ryan Tannehill won Comeback Player of the Year and led his team to the AFC Championship game.
1: Like so, yeah. How was he not good enough for Adam Gase?
0: No, I I agree with you. I I mean, even though we're all like the Patriots are done, it's the end of the dynasty. You know, Tom Brady's washed up. You know, comparing to his his self from ten years ago, that's true. Like I don't see any way other way around it. The way he performed on the field is not what you're going to remember Tom Brady for. However, I still think the Patriots are the team to beat. With or without Tom Brady a quarterback, because they'll find someone. Right. They'll they'll get Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater, trade for Matt Stafford, sign Phillip Rivers. Like, could you imagine, like, there's a ton of options. Or they draft someone, they trade up to draft someone. Like, there's plenty out there that Bill Belichick and and Kraft will do whatever he can to continue to win. So. I mean, it's it's New England, and to me, I think Buffalo has built enough, and Josh Allen's young enough that they can make some noise again. I think they'll challenge for a wild card spot. I don't think they're better than the Patriots with or without Tom Brady. But I'm putting Miami next. I mean, it, and they may only win five or six games, but I think that could be third place. And I think the Jets are a dumpster fire. I think I don't think they're going to be any better. So,
1: do you think this is Adam Gase's last year in New York? Probably. Yeah, I agree. And the downside of it then is. That could be the end of the road. A se- not literally. they might have
0: to already move on from Darnold then right. too. And I don't know. And that that's, that's an unfair, that's far- complete unfair right. shake for him. Which
1: is a pr- that is brewing up to a perfect situation where he ends up somewhere else and then develops into like like a Breed. solid quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, could you see him? Let's just say
0: ending up in Dallas. After oh. Prescott leaves after what his if, franchise what tag? If the,
1: what if the Colts don't get somebody new this year and they roll it with – they play And they it back end up trading for Darnold. And they get Darnold next offseason. The next year. You know, like
0: – Right, because this is Darnold's entering his third. That, you would think they would pick up their fifth. Maybe they won't, though, because they'll have to do that they couldn't at the end of next year. Him. They couldn't That's trade true. him That's on true. that. All right, well, let's uh, finish this here. NFC East, what are you feeling for 2020? All right,
1: so I'm going to work my way from the bottom up on this one. So I'm going to go with, I think the Redskins are going to be the worst team.
0: In the whole NFL or just in the division? In the division, sorry, in the division.
1: I think they are going to be good. I I like the Ron Rivera hire for them. I hate the Ron Rivera hire as an Eagles fan. I'm with you, I'm with you. I think it's going to take some time. I don't think it's a flip the switch kind of thing there. They got a young quarterback to I, build around. Right. I think the Giants have more talent than the Redskins, and that's why I think the Giants are going to be better. So, than Redskins the Redskins
0: are Skins. probably four wins. Right. Giants, Giants are five, f-
1: maybe six. six. I have them six, break. seven. Like, I think okay. they've got enough, and I think that they're going to start to put it together with some new coaching and things there. I, I think they're headed in the right direction. I'm going to put the Eagles at two. Mm-hmm. Playoff worthy, but I think Dallas is the best team in the division. It's gonna be interesting though, because if if Dak holds out and you don't have Amari Cooper, this could be yeah, one I mean, of those things- years where Ezekiel Elliott gets four hundred plus touches <laughs> because, like, you know. Yeah. And I- and you have Mike McCarthy who I I'm not sold on. Like, I think you'll get some flash there, but, like, I don't know. I think –
0: are the Eagles the only team in the NFC East with the same coach from last year? Yeah. Sometimes coaching changes, you can see a a pretty big jump, um, you know, three to five wins sometimes. Yeah. I, I think that could be the case. I don't think there's enough talent in Washington to see them go from what were right. they three and thirteen right. or four and twelve now, to like nine
1: wins. So I'm split because I kind of want to see there's already talk about this, how to his good health report, you know, all this stuff, like he's gonna go higher than people think, even with the hip. Injury.
0: Most of the mocks have Miami trading up with Detroit to get right. to three.
1: But here's the thing, all this talk at Detroit at three. If you're the Redskins, do you debate? Like, if somebody wants a quarterback bad enough, or do you take Chase Young?
0: The the problem is if they, unless they're dropping from two to three, they're not getting Chase Young. Right. Like, if they drop from two to five with Miami, they're not getting Chase Young. Right, but
1: but if Miami is so sold on Tua, this becomes a whole interesting thing. Like, if Miami is so sold on Tua, they have the means to offer the Redskins something to maybe – make it worth passing on Chase Young. And I don't mean that against Chase Young, but I'm just saying like the Dolphins just have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to draft picks that well, if they want to, they can buy, they can buy that second round, that second overall pick. I think from Redskins, if they wanted to, No, I'm not saying can. they should, I'm not saying, I, I don't know, but I'm just saying they're the team that I feel like could do it. If they want to, most teams can, most teams don't have, I think what it would take to do that and still, be able to feel the team, you know, like right. they, like they should. Um, the Dolphins do just because of the fire sale they had the beginning of the year. Um, it I, just becomes interesting to me. Like, does that drive it up to number two? Because I'll never put it past Dan Snyder to do the <laughs> wrong thing. So
0: well, we'll definitely be talking a lot and about I the would draft.
1: Love. Like if you're telling me that the Redskins don't get Chase Young and end up having to hit on more uh, like lottery picks.
0: Okay, that's the th- thing. It's more of a surefire pick to stay at two than it is to accumulate. Right. Um, I say that, and then I'm like, well, I don't want the Dolphins to get rid of three first round picks for one first right. round pick. But if you look at the odds, obviously the l- lower in the draft order you go, the right. less likely they are
1: to be not, a, a you know what, what I mean. Stud. But like, and I, I don't know that it'll work out that way. But if you're the Dolphins and you are sold on Tua. Yes. So you risk trying to go to three, and then have somebody sell the farm to go to two and jump. Well, you, you?
0: wouldn't go to three,
1: you know, right, without knowing. Right. But you know what I mean. Like, if you're worried about that, and would you know you go? the
0: Redskins, if they get an offer from, I don't know, Indianapolis or I don't know, what other team could be looking to to right. move up. I, I can't even really fathom who else would want to do that because Cincinnati's already at one, right? But. Obviously, Washington's going to call Miami and be like, "What can you offer?" And right. so Miami's going to know right. what they ca- are willing to get rid of and how badly they want Tua. I-, so, I want them to be able to get him at five because I don't want them to get to rid, rid of at five. I don't want them to have to trade the the Steelers and the Texans picks. I would like them to get three first round picks, but I think realistically they're go- they are going to get rid of at least one, if not two what of if, those. What to
1: move up? You could do it for the Dolphins pick and. The Steelers pick,
0: and so keep the te- so you and, would basically have two or three and, and twenty six and
1: some others, but and they like would have to give
0: up probably a second this year and a second next year or something right, like that. Right. And Miami has the the picks; it'll right. be interesting. We're going to do a whole bunch of draft stuff right. leading up to it because and that'll start that'll set, start
1: to settle it out, and you'll see like the real
0: possibilities. And, and free agency has to happen. You know too, what I mean? Like so.
1: Chase Young is a player more than worthy of that first or even second spot. Or second or first, I should have phrased that the other way. But you know what I mean? But, like, it's just one of those things where I just – you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just intrigued as to how this is going to
0: play out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So we, we're in agreement. I think it's Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Redskins – I, I think Dallas is the best team. I don't want to say it's not close because I, I don't. That's that's that no, disrespect to the Eagles. That I I, I think like the, the Eagles are going to have a bounce back year because they can't go through that many injuries again. Right. Like I just I don't think. But the problem is, can they? If, because they've
1: they're on their third different medical director in three years because they've had this like situation in the well, last few years.
0: But if, if they could have pristine health except for Wentz, that'd be a problem. Yeah, and that's why they have to sign Chad Henne as their backup. <laughs>
1: Oh man, that will be awesome.
0: So we'll get into a lot of the, the stuff related to that with Chad Henny next week on the Bulldog hour. So make sure you tune in to that right here on JMNJR radio, or make sure you find the Wilson Bulldogs football accounts on Facebook, Twitter slash Periscope or YouTube. And, um, tune in as we, uh, have Chad Henney visited us in the studio and we talk Wilson football and, uh, uh, Super Bowl and a whole bunch of NFL stuff. It's yeah, going to be a good be time. I know we have a few shout outs here. We mentioned it earlier, but I do want to say a happy belated birthday to uncle rich. Who's one of our uh, top listeners, yeah, despite us say, never agreeing with anything he has to say or to send us, um, which I'm surprised he hasn't emailed us. Like maybe I should check. Cause I, I have not I don't recently. feel like
1: it's always true. I feel like one out of every hundred times, sometimes he we hits do agree, something yeah. and we, we all agree. And it's usually when he's making fun of the Cowboys or
0: something <laughs> like that.
1: Um, <laughs> But yes, and, we, we usually are on the opposite side there.
0: And I know you have- Yeah, a- happy
1: birthday to my sister, same day as uh, Uncle Rich. Um, yeah, it's uh, crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, middle, halfway through, well, more than halfway through February already. Yeah. Uh, it's nuts.
0: It is a leap year, so we got that extra February day. I Don't forget kids in about my that. I classes
1: that that's my birthday. And most classes, especially by this point in the year, just look at me like they know okay. I'm not. That, that, right, that, yeah. that That's not true. <laughs> one one class, the predominant reaction was, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, they didn't even consider the fact that I was just making <laughs> but that up. you're just up. lying. <laughs> okay. I prefer to say making that up as opposed to saying, lying. yes, just straight up lying. Like, yes.
0: Yeah. Um. congratulations to the Wilson boys basketball team
1: it was a good time
0: county championship they got the title 10th in history first since 2014 and Stevie, uh, Stevie Mitchell, Mitchell uh, only a junior but now the all-time scoring leader at Wilson with a year plus to go yeah. and uh, he just passed a guy that's you know only been an NBA assistant head coach for nine years no big yeah, deal yeah, yeah. Chris Finch uh, with the Pelicans Pelicans the, the, down I was about Zion. to say the Hornets I was like wait no It's Pelicans. Um, Yeah, he's been in the NBA assistant since 2011. He was the Wilson all-time leading scorer for the last 22 years. So it was crazy. I I did not. I
1: knew he was the. I knew he was the leader. I knew he was the leader. I did not realize that Shane Stafford was three points behind him. Was next right behind him? Yeah. um, Yeah. It's. It was. It was cool seeing that list because like those were guys that I had heard of. I knew of, but that was before I was here. However, Chris Finch played at Franklin and Marshall with my high school coach from oh, nice. Columbia, where I lived before. Nice. So I, Very I knew cool. that connection. Yeah, um,
0: a lot of Wilson football players on that list. Shane right, Stafford, right. right there, but, and, but Josh then Josh Smith,
1: Zach Zweizig. and. Then Trey Code was on the last team that, that won that the team county was championship. was a lot of fun, that tw- too, uh, that
0: 2014 team. 20 f- and actually, that had um, Matt Timachenko yeah. and then his yeah. brother Evan then, got to win a as a senior year. I know. He's had a really good year, yeah. a really good yeah. year. Um, and playing a new, new position to him and playing that center position, yeah. which yeah. has so paid off for yeah. sure. Uh, and Wilson's the number one seed in districts, and they will host a, the second round game this coming Friday, and hopefully, Just under two weeks from today, we're in Hershey at the Giants Center watching them compete for a District 3 championship. Yeah, hopefully
1: we have lots of updates for weeks to come.
0: Yes, that would be a lot of fun. So we're running way late, so we're just going to sign off here. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back with this show in two weeks, probably to talk more football. But remember, we are on the air next week on the Bulldog Hour Season 6 premiere with Chad Henney. So you don't want to miss that. Until next time, I'm Joe Mays. He's Justin Raffoff. have a good Sunday night. We'll uh, we'll talk to you all next week. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Maze and J-Rap Show. Brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. Woo-hoo! You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox
1: at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and j Show is a part of the J-M-N-J-R Radio Network,
0: home to other productions, such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.